Before we continue, once again, I would like to ask Nathan if he would pray for us once again for the program. Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word. Uh, Lord, we want to be discerners of the times. We want to understand, Lord, who the players are that you said that we should pay attention to so that uh, herald the end times and your soon return. So, Lord, speak through your word so we may understand your will. In your precious and wonderful name, amen. Amen. Nathan Jones, it's great to have you on the program. I know we took a little bit of a sabbatical, but uh, we are back. And you you have been with a full schedule these past few weeks. And before you tell me a little bit about that, can you share a little bit about the ministry there, Nathan, in case someone is new to the ministry and they don't know what Lamb Lion is all about? Okay. Well, uh, again, my name is Nathan Jones. I'm the internet evangelist here at Lamb and Lion Ministries. We are a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we do that in a number of different ways. Uh, like you said, I've been out and about all through April of 2019 because of the conferences that I've been speaking at. Um, we speak at different conferences, me and our founder, Dr. David Reagan, and our associate evangelist, Tim Moore. Uh, we also do our, have our television program, Christ and Prophecy. And we've been recording quite a number of new episodes. You can catch us on all the major Christian networks. And uh, visit us at our website at ChristinProphecy.org. That's where I do most of my work, and uh, that's where uh, we have a wealth of information to help you understand God's prophetic word. Oh, excellent. Nathan Jones, thank you so much. And Nathan, of course, uh, July is right around the corner, and there's a wonderful event coming up. Can you talk to us briefly? Well, every year our ministry holds a our main annual conference. It's our Bible conference, and we're hosting it here in the Dallas area at July 12th and 13th. And if folks want to come, they can uh, check out our website at lamblion.com or christinprophecy.org. And there we have all sorts of information right on our homepage about this conference. We're going to have a lot of wonderful speakers coming at this. Uh, we're calling it the Contending for the Faith Conference. Uh, of course, our own Dr. David Reagan. But you'll see greats such as uh, Ron Rhodes, uh, Eric Barger, uh, Mike Riddle, Mike Gendron, and Kelly Shackelford, uh, who is head of uh, Liberty First. And our music is Marty Getz, who's always been a favorite at previous conferences. He is a Messianic Jewish uh, singer and preacher, and he'll be doing the uh, work in the grand piano. And uh, it'll just be a great time. Folks can check us out. Uh, we will also be offering it streaming. So if you can't make it to the Dallas area, then tune in on our website at ChristandProphecy.org, and you can watch the conference live. Nathan, that is going to be fantastic. I'm actually looking forward this year to being there celebrating with you guys. Now, the reason why I say this is because I wanted to make sure that I got my spot ahead of time because last year you were sold out. Yes, well, we got a bigger facility this time. We can seat 1,500. And man, I'm excited too that you're coming. It's always great to, to spend time with you in person. And we'll be interviewing uh, various speakers and people between uh, the sessions at our conference. And brother, I hope you'll take all your radio skills and help me out a little with that. Hey, I look forward to Nathan. Thank you for the wonderful opportunity. But like I said, I missed out last year and uh, I, I know you guys stream it and you do a great job with that, but I wanted to be there live. So this year I would enc encourage anyone tuned in or listening, uh, whether you're on social media live with us right now or pre-recorded, make these conferences. They are uh, well worth it. 
and the speakers that are coming are just fantastic. So thank you, Nathan, for sharing uh, that wonderful information with us. Uh, Nathan, also in the news, as we switch gears, man, there, there seems to be tragedies all the time. And it seems like things are just ramping up more and more as we see the Lord's approach. For instance, of course, uh, in the news uh, just yesterday and this week, these hideous high school shootings uh, that are taking place. And we just see this darkness coming on the world, Nathan. How does that make you feel when you when you just, I don't know about you, but I just get so upset. Well, I think it should be how everybody feels. It's just a deep, deep sadness and uh, frustration that it, the social upheaval continues more and more. Uh, obviously, we're seeing uh, you know, not only school shootings, but colleges. And, and uh, like this was a uh, STEM school that happened recently. But, you know, we're seeing a lot of religious persecution. We're obviously seeing Muslims murdering people in Nigeria. We're seeing communists in China murdering Christians and punishing uh, the underground churches. We're seeing Christians in North Korea being uh, uh, put in work internment camps. Uh, we're also seeing uh, people who are messed up theologically, shooting up uh, mosques and shooting up um, uh, synagogues. Uh, churches are, are being burned and like the... Uh, well, it's hard to call it a church, but the Cathedral of Notre Dame, which is really more of a historical building than a church. But again and again, we're seeing this this increase in, in upheaval against people and, and a murdering and all. And man, if you ask me how I feel, I, I feel very down about it. It's very hard to, to watch the news. And I'm sure uh, most people would agree that this is a, a difficult, difficult time and a lot of people aren't feeling safe anymore. Yes. And Nathan, that's 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 exactly what it is. I mean, sometimes I have tears in my eyes as I'm reading this news because it's such a sad uh, situation. And, and again, it, 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 you know, it breaks our hearts when this kind of things happen. And that's why, Nathan, I was wondering if maybe we could just pause for a second and maybe you can pray uh, just briefly for um, the families of this uh, hideous crimes uh, that are being committed there at the, 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 the school that, that we're mentioning and just uh, at the STEM school, and hopefully that the Holy Spirit would just maybe uh, minister uh, to, to those individuals that are hurting right now. Well, certainly. Uh, well, Lord, uh, we're looking at both the STEM school that got shot up and the college UNC that got shot up. And Lord, we know these are just two in a long line of school shootings and will continue to be more and more school shootings coming. And you, you warned us that as we got close to your return, that social upheaval would continue. And Lord, we're seeing that as the fabric of society breaks down because we've kicked you out of it. And Lord, uh, first we need to repent, and I am so sorry that that this is how society's turned, Lord, and uh, we're willing to take the suffering instead of submit to you. So I do pray, Lord, as a nation, we will submit to you. And I pray for the families who have lost loved ones, Lord, that you'll have mercy upon them. Uh, they will turn to you during this time, and they will come to know you as Savior. Lord, please turn what Satan means for evil into good, into your glorification. We thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. And, and that's why we title our message today, Agents uh, of Darkness. Uh, in the times of darkness, there, there is always hope. And certain things should not take us by surprise. The Bible prophecy is shedding light on these events. Uh, Nathan, would you be able to also take us to uh, 2 Peter chapter 1 as we look at verses 19 through 21, as we talk about Bible prophecy and, and also uh, the importance of why we should study Bible prophecy, because it really does shed light into what's going on. Right. I, we shouldn't look at society falling apart and be surprised. It, it, that's what Jesus said would happen, and it would happen 
more frequently and more intensity, uh, the closer and closer we got to his come. Social upheaval is actually one of the 10 signs that Jesus talked about in Luke 21 and Matthew 24, Mark 13, that points to Jesus' soon return. Uh, you chose an excellent passage here in 2 Peter 1, verses 19 through 21, that, that sheds some light onto that. And, and Nathan, and the reason why we're looking at this is because maybe some people, they shy away from uh, Bible prophecy. And sometimes when people teach Bible prophecy, it seems like it's only about uh, the the uh, end times, uh, uh, thrilling type of things. But the reality is that really Bible prophecy is it, it, something that every believer should be engaged in so that they can have a better understanding. And here, Second uh, Peter 1, 19 through 21 actually describes to us uh, what that is. If you can read those for us, Nathan. Certainly. Well, Second Peter 1, 19 through 21 reads in the New King James, And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Oh, Nathan, when I look at this passage, I just I just focus there on, on what it says. It's like a light that shines up in the darkness. And Nathan, you and I, we, we know, we understand clearly that as we talk about agents of darkness, that there is a a, an individual head spearing, uh, excuse me, as, a, as, a, as the head of this uh, of this darkness, and uh, we we recognize that he also goes uh, by many names. Of course, we know that we're talking about Satan himself, but Nathan, he has agents here on this earth to do his work. Right, right. Most people think that Satan's running around <laughs> tempting each and every one of us, but he's got a whole army of demons. Uh, third of the heavenly realm that followed him in the rebellion against God and have been cast to earth. There's quite a number of them that are confined away from humanity to be released during the seven-year tribulation that's coming up. But there's still also many who've been disembodied and roam the earth looking for a home and spend a lot of time trying to uh, really put in all their energy and efforts against God. And they've made this earth a very dark place. They've dragged humanity down and so we are living in a dark time, and, and the Bible says that it will continue to get darker and darker the closer we get to Jesus' return. And I don't know about you, but when you can't sleep and you wake up at you know, 4.30, 5 in the morning before the sun's up, it seems like the earth is as dark as it can get, you know? And we live in a society in a time period, we haven't quite reached that, that darkness yet. That is particularly reserved for the tribulation, but... We're, you know, three o'clock at night or so. It's pretty dark, and, and it, it just continues to get darker and darker. And if you don't think that, then you, that's because you're living in the United States of America, which as a based on Christianity is, is a good country. We, we got it pretty well, but the rest of the world, man, is really suffering, and you, you probably agree. So we are getting very close to the dawn, though, the time when Jesus Christ comes, prophecy is fulfilled, and the millennial kingdom is instituted— and brother, that gives me that morning star, that, that rising in your heart, that hope, knowing that Jesus Christ is returning. 
Oh, I love that. And Nathan, and that's exactly why we also want to encourage those that are part of being part of our program right now, whether it's on social media live or, or listening, or maybe some people are just down and out because of what's happening in the news. But the good news is there is always hope for the believers. And Nathan, I believe that, uh, again, the greatest hope for all these situations in school is a relationship with Jesus. I mean, that, that the students, the teachers will come to know the Lord, that if any tragedies occur, they will know without a shadow of a doubt where, where they would be. Uh, it, because, Nathan, these type of things are just going to continue to repeat themselves. The Bible says that Satan is out there like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And this is why we also need to protect ourselves and put on the whole armor of God. Right, right. You know, it's interesting that about these school shootings is that it's a reflection of society because it shows that how lost society is. For one, the shooters themselves, they... They, they're godless most of the time, or they're fighting for an ideology, say like Islam, that is uh, antithetical and, and is, is Satan-based. And yet we look at the way society reacts to the shootings, and they, they reach for things. They say, well, the environment has caused this, or global warming is making people crazy, or um, uh, crazy things. like It's the guns. The guns are killing people. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's because we've lost our Christianity as a society yeah. that we don't realize that man is inherently evil and man will act on their rebellion against God. And we are the ones killing people because we're evil. And to watch our society flailing around for answers and not understanding what the Bible's already told us the answer is that mankind is wicked and evil. We need a savior to save us from our sins and give us a moral code, the code in the Bible. And that, that's that's what we need. So I agree, man. We need the full armor of God. Once you're a Christian, it's time to put on that full armor of God to protect yourself from such an evil society. Excellent point. And Nathan, again, we are in darkness. And the way that we battle this is through prayer. The way we battle this is to uh, the protective power of God. And Nathan, as you, t uh, if you can take us to Ephesians chapter 6 uh, and maybe uh, read for us verses 10 through 12. As we're talking about this subject matter, we also want to make it clear to individuals what it is that we're up against. We need to, again, remove the blinders, uh, reveal uh, the darkness by shedding light into it. And that needs to be the, the light of the Word of God. So we want to encourage those of you that are part of the program, uh, get your Bibles or uh, listen to uh, these scriptures, because again, this is exactly what's going on around our world. So yeah, Nathan, if you can take us Ephesians 6, 10 through 12, that would be fantastic. Well, this is that famous passage about putting on the whole armor of God, and it reads verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Wow, Nathan, that says a lot right there. I mean, we, we come to realize this is what's gripping uh, the hearts of men, the individuals that do not have Jesus, they're open and susceptible to all these demonic attacks uh, from the from Satan himself and his demons. And here the Bible clearly tells us, right, Nathan, what it is that we're fighting against. Yeah, it, it describes Satan and, and what his, you could say, his organization is. Uh, first, you've got the CEO, the devil, Satan himself. He's not this personification of evil. He's not a symbol. He's not a myth. He is a real entity. The Bible makes it very clear that Satan is not just some, some 
ideology or some thought, but he's a real being, a real being who runs a real organization that's purpose is is to fight against everything good that God has made and in an attempt to overthrow God's throne. And with him, he's got demons, as we call them, underneath him. The, the Bible says here in Ephesians 6, principalities, uh, uh, powers against rulers of the darkness of this age, spiritual hosts, in other words, demons of wickedness in the heavenly places, in other words, in the air is where they dwell, and they stand behind the structure of mankind. The, the governments of the people, Psalm 2 tells us that the, the nations plot in vain against God. Well, people might rebel against God, but they are supernaturally empowered by Satan's demonic organization. These are the enemies of God, and therefore these are the enemies of the Christians, and we must be able to recognize that in order to function in a world that's fallen. And Nathan, exactly. And the way that we fight back is through prayer. Every time we turn on the news and we hear about these hideous crimes, uh, the idea is we should be getting on our knees and we should be uh, calling on the Lord and the power of his might uh, to help us through this situation. And I believe that this is the answer to schools and teachers bringing prayer uh, back in the school, allowing the students to pray. And, and Nathan, if we if and if we don't recognize this, uh, we're, we're, we're just fighting in the dark ourselves. You know, you bring up an excellent point. How do we know that Satan's powers are behind this fallen world? It's because every time someone like you says, we respond to this in prayer and asking God intervene, they mock us. They mock us publicly. They say prayer, thoughts and prayers. Ha, 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 that's so stupid. Uh, that doesn't help anything. And that is totally <laughs> against what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that when things get bad, get on your knees and pray to God to intervene and do something. So they want us to shut up. They don't want us to pray, which shows how satanic these forces are. And so what do they do? They use these shootings as an opportunity to steal freedoms away that, that God has given us through our Republican democracy. And, you know, take the guns away. Take the defenses that people away. Put more laws and rules to govern them. Give us power and we will protect you. We will give you safety. But brother, you and I know that government can never give a true sense of safety. It can never give true security. Only God and his protection can give a sense of security. Excellent point, Nathan. Excellent point. Again, you're tuning into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about agents of darkness uh, revealing, uh, bringing light to the darkness. And Nathan, what a great point. People forget that we're talking about an organized organization of darkness. It has a leader. It has uh, uh, footmen on the ground, if you will. And we also notice, Nathan, that again, uh, you know, we have this counterfeit uh, uh, of Jesus, uh, John 3.16 said that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And Jesus came to this earth uh, so that we can uh, see uh, again, the Son of God living amongst us, and then Satan counterfeit, and he also has his men on the ground, and, and he has this lawless one, the men of sin, the son of perdition. He goes by many names. And as you mentioned, Nathan, this is very real. This is not a made-up TV kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that horrible show Lucifer where he's just a misunderstood demon and uh, you know he's helping man out. You know, That's what Satan wants people to think. He wants people to, to decide with him. Because what does he promise? He promises that people can act on whatever lust, intent, evil thought in their heart, and that if they get just enough people together, that they can overthrow God. And you can see that in the past, and you can see that strategy 
throughout Bible prophecy in the future that that's Satan's tireless strategy. It, it's tired. It's worn out. It never works. Like if I can just get enough people on my side, we have the power to overthrow God. And we'll see that in the tribulation. We'll see it at the end of the millennial kingdom. Uh, again and again, that's what Satan's trying to accomplish. And what he does is he offers people freedom from God's moral law. And at first that sounds wonderful, and maybe at first it feels a little wonderful, but it's really slavery. And soon you're so caught up in your sin, you're so addicted to your sin, that you're a slave of Satan and you've become one of his principalities and powers. Man, it's an insidious, dark, evil process, but it's been that part of his, his strategy has been very effective all the way since Adam and Eve. Mm, excellent point, Nathan. And of course, we want to share with you that there is a way out, and that is through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And uh, as we wrap up our programs, we oftentimes leave a minute or two uh, to send out an invitation. Maybe you're tuned in uh, today's teaching, today's program, and you don't have a relationship with the Lord. Well, we want you to know that you have not tuned in by coincidence. This is an invitation from the Lord. It's a divine appointment. And we hope that you will respond to the gospel when the opportunity is given to you. Because, again, we believe the Lord is coming soon. But this world is also preparing itself to receive the ultimate deceiver. And people are going to uh, just accept uh, this deception uh, with open arms. And, Nathan, the Bible talks about this in 2 Thessalonians chapters 2. Uh, verses 1 through 8. And I wanted to see maybe if you can take us there to 2 Thessalonians as we open up this passage so that individuals can see what it is that we're up against, the many names that is used uh, for Satan's um, agents of darkness, if you will, on the earth, and hopefully bring a little more clarity to this situation. So will you be able, Nathan, to take us there uh, again, uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 from verses 1 through 3 to start? Yeah, that's an excellent passage because it really does point out how Satan will start coalescing and combining all his principalities and powers, all his rule across the earth, and, and form it into one global government that will rule for a time during the tribulation time period. It begins with this. It says, Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come, let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin revealed, the son of perdition. I mean, Nathan, right here, just looking at these passages, we begin to see the names uh, that are being associated uh, to this individual. And we see that that is the, what's at work in day to day. It's the preparation of the spiritual uh, darkness, if you will, to usher in this real individual that we believe might be alive today. Who knows? Well, this falling away that, the, that uh, Paul is talking about here is a great apostasy of the church, uh, a great, or I should say, apostasy from the church. I don't know about you, but you've probably seen the article that came out recently that has shown that there are more people now in the United States claiming to be non-religious than there are Christians. And that's combining Catholics and Christ evangelical Christians. Evangelical Christians now only make up 10%, one in 10 people. You know, back in the day when the country was founded, the Bible was the foundation. And, and not everyone was saved, but people were certainly strong in understanding about the Bible. Men like Ben Franklin and Thomas Jefferson, though not Christians, very strong believers in God and the Bible. 
And now we've got only 10% of our country is left. We have seen in two generations that a great apostasy as people fall away. And, and we can't just say the United States of America. It's Canada. It's Australia. It's all of Europe. It's, it's, it's Latin America, South America, Africa. Uh, it's never been there really much in the Middle East since Islam took over. Uh, in Asia, they're trying to squelch as, as Christianity is trying to grow. We're seeing this great apostasy, a great falling away from God. And these people, the apostates, are looking for someone to rally around. They're looking for a leader to lead them against God. And this is where we get to 2 Thessalonians 2. He is called the son of perdition. Verse 4 says, He opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship. So that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And you and I know, brother, who uh, Paul is talking about here, he is the? The Antichrist. Right. This one world leader who Satan will possess, who will at some point uh, rise to world power. And you go back to Daniel, and Daniel 9 tells us that he will make a peace covenant with Israel. That's how the world will know that uh, the Antichrist is risen. And three and a half years later, after the Jewish people have rebuilt the third temple, he will walk into that temple. He will declare himself to be God, and he will ask, or I should say demand, that the world worship him as if he's God. I mean, that's the ultimate blasphemy. That's the ultimate apostasy. And we know that this, this son of perdition, this man of lawlessness, as the Bible calls him, is coming, and the world wants him to come. Nathan, and you know, it's interesting, even right now as we're doing this program and we start talking about the Antichrist, some people even right now are probably trying to tune us out. They're like, oh, here we go again with this Antichrist thing. And it's exactly the same thing that the, 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 that's happening in the schools when we say prayer, right? Yeah. We pray back in the school, oh, please, here they go again with this prayer. And people are not tying these things together, that this darkness that is all around us is because people are ignoring these truths from God's word. Right. This, this darkness has a purpose. Satan is trying to make the world worse and worse and worse. That means more and more people rally to him and for one final great rebellion against God. And we're seeing it in our age. It's, Jesus said it was coming in Matthew 24. He, he prophesied that, that those great apostasy would come and the world would turn against him and and that they would want a Messiah, not Jesus as a Messiah. They want this Antichrist as their Messiah. Unfortunately, man falls well short of God. And if you study Revelation, as we have and taught, that we see that this Antichrist is going to be a paper tiger. He's a false god. He lacks the abilities. Satan, even for all his magnificence as, a, as once the greatest of the angels, lacks the ability to govern the world. And quickly, the world will begin to fall apart will kill half the world population in just the first three and a half years. That's three billion people killed, and God will rain down 21 judgments against humanity, not just to punish humanity, but, but as always, the Lord forces us on our knees sometimes before we'll say, I give up, I surrender, and turn to Jesus Christ, and that's what the purpose of the tribulation is. Brother, we're going to see this great revival. So many people that have their hearts set against God now when the tribulation comes and they see the judgments and they see the Antichrist, uh, they will give their lives to Jesus Christ and will get saved. And the Bible says a great multitude from every tribe, tongue, and nation will come to Jesus Christ during this tribulation time period. And that's where human history is going. And that's the work that both Satan and God are doing at the same time. 
but it will lead to one event, and that's the return of Jesus Christ to set up his kingdom. And, and I say hallelujah, Nathan. Well, that, that's that's incredible. And again, for those of you that are tuned into the program, again, it's exciting news for those of us that have trusted Jesus, for those of us that see the truth of what's going on. On our next programs, we're going to talk about how close we are uh, in this deception, in this in these agents of darkness. I mean, where they are located and what's going on presently today. So your eyes will be open to the reality of what's going on. But again, we want to talk to you. Maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Maybe you've tuned into this program and you're listening and, and you're sort of curious, but you don't know God. Well, we want to share with you that the only protection against what's going on is a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we want to invite you to turn to Christ right now. And I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he would just do us a favor and maybe share briefly how you that are on the other side that don't know Christ can turn to him and have a relationship with him. Nathan? I think, Vic, you, you nailed it when you nailed the or you stated the, the best verse when it comes to salvation. John 3.16, if anyone knows a verse, it's John 3.16, for God so loved the world that whosoever calls on him shall be saved. And uh, that's the verse that you want to cling to. God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. If you believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he will forgive you of your sins. Your The judgment for your rebellion will be taken off you and you will be saved from your sins and the eventual judgment in hell. So embrace that today. Pray from your heart. Something like, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. And Jesus promises to do just that. Your sins are forgiven, the guilt is gone, and you have a new life in him. Praise the Lord. And listen, we would love for you to reach out to us. If you honestly open your heart to the Lord, make sure that you reach out to us and, and talk to us a little bit about that. We'd love to give you more information, maybe send you a Bible so that it can help you grow in your relationship uh, with Jesus Christ. So again, if you turn to Christ today, know that there's a celebration in heaven for you that have trusted in him. And of course, we're excited for you as well, because you have just come out of the darkness into the real light of Jesus Christ. And Nathan, again, thank you so much for sharing that wonderful message there and that encouraging message. And of course, uh, we ran out of time for this segment of the program, but we want to encourage you to continue to pray for the families that have been involved in these uh, shootings and that have lost loved ones. Uh, again, our heart goes out uh, to them. But there is hope. And that's why Nathan and I do these programs. Uh, it's not gloom and doom, but it's to share the hope of Jesus Christ. Right, Nathan? Amen, brother. Well said. Awesome. And of course, again, we thank you for tuning in again. This is Vic Batista and Nathan Jones saying goodbye. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and look up because the Lord is coming back very, very soon. Have a great day.